Ahoy matey, welcome back to Garage Time. Let's get into it. I'm doing great. Yeah. Had a great had a great weekend. Super productive. Yeah. Saw you caught a bush down or two in your backyard. I did. So uh I'm double vaxxed. Very nice. Doubled up. Double five G. Super vaxxed. Yeah, it's it's loading, right? I'm finishing the download right now. What's weird is I feel like I have worse cell phone connection since I've been vaccinated, since I've gotten the five G implant. You'd think that at least just out of like generosity, they give you like okay, this does actually help your phone connectivity. I mean, really we'll get into that in a minute, but I don't think that's your issue. No, it's really not. And I don't think I don't think connectivity. Yeah, I don't think that's your no, cell phone slow issue. Slow down. Uh, no, so so I I had it done, and I'm not gonna lie, I didn't feel anything from the vaccine. Yeah, from I know. The second dose. You were, you were talking to me and Mike because we both had it and both uh, had a doozy of a day following. You were like trying to prep. You're like, so how how long after did you start? Feeling well, I wanted something? to make sure, right? Like, I wanted to like schedule my shit, so like I knew, like, all right, gotten everything done. I'm this and that, and here's the part where I should start schedule feeling a block like of time. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Like my buddy Brandon, he uh, he was at Thomas McGee's and and another uh, fellow. Uh, establishment downtown and he said when he left got in his work van and like had the heat blasting by the time he got home he had like 103 degree fever and just mm-hmm. was just shaking like this was directly after getting it like eight hours after okay, like yeah. nine hours after it i mean he was like jack when that bitch rose wouldn't let him onto the board mm-hmm. right and just shivering yeah and so i was like gauging and so what i found was like Nine to 14 hours was my window of like, this is when I'll start feeling like Mm doo-doo. Not like my arm's sore. I got a little bit of a foggy headache, but like my cold. Yeah. Does my back randomly hurt? Mm -hmm. Am I dying? Mm -hmm. Like I cut the grass. I got all this shit done. I I had it. I had my shot at like 920 in the morning and uh, I actually drove all the way to Ford Field, the FEMA site, which let me take an aside. Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of surreal going to a FEMA site, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, that's like movie shit. Right. This is. And yeah, you walk in and shelf. it's just nothing but like people from the Air Force. You're like, well, here's this, you know, local place, in this case, yeah. Ford Field, where the Lions play. And it's a FEMA site. Yeah. Just waiting for Tom Cruise to be running by me and like screaming, have you seen this girl? Danny. Dan or whatever the child's name is in this post-apocalyptic movie. Anyway, so I had it. Came home, worked a bit, did this, did that, cut the grass. No big deal. Went to bed at like 11 o'clock. Woke up at 5 a.m. because one of the kids came and had me put them back to bed. Did you, let me ask you this question. Did you have any uh, adult beverages during this time? None. See, this is interesting because as I'm thinking about it right now, I was going through like, what did I do? Because I had my second dose at like 
2 p.m. I went to my buddy's house. I think we went to the gun range, shot a bit, and then uh, picked up his girlfriend. We went downtown and went and had dinner at this place, San Morello, in the Shinola Hotel. It's a very fancy, nice joint. I may have <clears throat> consumed, I don't know, an entire bottle of wine and a cocktail or two. And as I think back to Mike uh, telling us that he polished off a six-pack when he got home after his second and then also felt like doo-doo the next day, as I did as well, wonder if there's a little, you know, don't drink and drive type of thing going on. Don't drink and vax. I actually did the exact opposite because I heard a handful of people say that they hydrated, like stupid hydrated mm-hmm. before and after. So I had a I had a diet pop, if you know what I mean. I had a diet Miller's Light yep. uh, the night before. Uh, but in the morning, I stopped. I got two of the big smart waters and... um a zero sugar vitamin water. Get your electrolytes up. Yeah, I took the smart, the one of the smart waters and the vitamin water straight to the head mm-hmm. on the way there, on the way back, on the smart water, and I got two um, the Gatorade zeros, mm-hmm. the big ones though, mm-hmm. for throughout the day. Had to go into work for something, so I had finished the smart water, had another one, had both of those, so I was like, all right, I'm, I'm fucking. Salt watered up. Right. Right. Like I'm ready to go. And I mean, I don't know. I don't get sick a lot. Like neither do I. Last time I got sick was about three years ago. Felt cold after lunch. Came home. I had like a hundred and two degree fever, went to bed, woke up at like two in the morning. Went pee. Yeah. Went back to bed. Woke up the next day and kind of felt I had like a 99 degree and like that was it right it was like a 16 hour fever and i was done well that's how basically this was for me i woke up at like four in the morning and i was shivering but i had my windows open and it was a cold night too and i was like okay i might so I, just, I shut the window behind me and i'm like am i am i sick right now i was like I there's a different shiver i was like i don't i don't necessarily feel sick but i'm also it's four in the morning i'm groggy and i just shut my window and i'm like I don't know. And I just rolled back to bed. Uh, when I woke up at nine, I was like, yeah, I don't, something's not right here. God took that temperature. Like, whoa, 103 and a half. There's I'm calling off. There's work. nothing worse than the I'm sick temperature. Yeah. Cause like, you're like, man, I'm freezing. And then when you're like, wait a minute, am I, I don't feel cold on the outside. Mm. Like my skin doesn't feel cold. Mm. Like I feel cold. And that's when you know, you're like, ah, fuck. Damn it. Rats. Why does my back hurt this much? I haven't done anything. I've been laying in my memory foam mattress all night. Well, for you, it could be a number of things for why your back hurts. Correct. Correct. So anyways, yes. So I'm fully programmed. Well, I've got the full uh, firmware mm-hmm. update and it's finishing its download. And it really is just like an Adobe update, yeah, right? Just, as long as it's not Flash because that's uh, ridiculous. no longer valid. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got that. Cut out those shitty bushes, mm-hmm. did a bunch of this, did a bu- busted out the smoker for the I first time this year, ribs. had some chicken lollipops, mm-hmm. had some ribs, c'est magnifique. I bought some different charcoal, which I will never buy again, you know, nice, whatever. Nice. Some of this, some of that. But enough about me. Mm. How was your weekend? Well, it was nice, you know, relaxing, uh, refreshing, some might say. I took a trip with some friends uh, and one of our friend's parents out to uh, Harrison, Michigan, you know, mid-Michigan area. Um, 
you know, just camping tent. We, I was in a tent. They had their camper. So we were just farting about. Uh, we went kayaking yesterday, yesterday being Saturday. Um, I had a bit of an issue. Uh, I did, you know, fall into the water. A few well, that, times. that happens when you kayak, you kind of plan yeah. ahead for mm. dumping as, mm. as, as this can happen when you kayak. So, yeah, well, us being, I, I found throughout the weekend, although we, and our family are very outdoorsy ish. I mean, we hunt every year and so on and so forth. I was a boy scout. And so we, we're not, so you were prepared is what you're saying. Well, you're an e- you're, don't sell yourself short. You're an Eagle scout. I am. I mean, you aren't an boy scout like I was. Mm. I mean, you fucking climbed to the top of that totem and put your balls on it. Right. right? I mean, right. you, you done did it. I did. I mean, you built a bench. Built lots. Of, I built a couple benches, but that like that yeah. happened, right? Um, so I mean, knowing that, yeah, growing I mean, up in the outdoors, I mean, you were clearly prepared right. for anything. This camping trip and kayaking trip may or may not throw at you, right? Right. Well, see, as it happens, <laughs> you know, and I don't know who could have really have judged and prepared for these, you know, extenuating circumstances, you know. I didn't bring the right jacket because it was a little chilly at night because, you know, weather reports don't exist or something. I did fall into the water with my keys and my phone on me twice. Hmm. Um, the phone, you know, you know, so I fell in the one time and I'm also going to blame this all on our probably our most hardened listener, Andre. Shout out. Uh both times I fell in, I was going to assist him. I was on the process because this is his first time kayaking. He doesn't like to swim. He doesn't really swim. He he, he treads, right? Ba- and that's like maybe. Survives. Yeah. So, I mean, I can appreciate that because that's me. Right. So I was like, it's the first time he's he's going on to, he's trying to bank to go to the bathroom. So he can get, so he's, he's trying to bank the boat so he can get up. But where he's going is just like a sheer concrete like face and there's a campground right there i'm like andre don't just come come to this other side where it's just a nice little mud just beach head thing whatever and there's no campsites where you can pee right so and so he's like okay so we go and i was like you know i'll come with you so i paddle over there hit the bank and just completely rotate over phones in shoes are in socks are in keys are in new car this is its first trip had it a week uh, there's no actual key on the keys for the car. It's all fob. Are you sure? Because Elisa and I had this conversation. So on the Jeep, there is a det- like where the key the the key ring attaches. There's actually a detachable key. It's like sheathed. Yeah, that silver part. Let me see it. Let me see it. Hand it to oh, you. there's a little yeah. latch here. That's a fucking key. Oh shit! Yeah, hey, there's sand in it. Exactly. So that's <laughs> if you're fob fucks up or dies there is a, a an analog key if you will no shit or a shank i mean it's a prison shank yeah, it's that's a key a pretty, that's actually a pretty good little <sighs> no shit so was... well you learn something new huh so anyway so we go in i go take a dip because i was trying to demonstrate the cool off. that it's he can cool off right. right so this water was solid 40 degrees i mean i was more concerned about hypothermia as i was it's northern deep. michigan in mid-may it was not warm I mean, the day itself was about 55 degrees. It was cold. And uh, so I am so I find my phone as, you know, I'm just walking around the mud, just in knee-deep, waist-deep water. It's like, oh, well, I got to find it. I, find, I step on the phone, get the phone up, still playing music, toss that back in the boat. And then I can't find the keys. I walk around for about 10 more minutes, and I'm like, wow, I'm going to have to call Dad. He's going to have to drive three hours to bring the spares so I can get my car from this side of the road ditch <laughs> it's parked in. 
Fucking but hell. my friend's in the water, and I told her, I was like, don't get, it's cold in here, let's let have one of us just lose our legs, let's not, and she, of course she gets in, she just stands, she goes, what's that shiny thing right there? I'm like, what, where? Those, those are my keys. Oh, look, Thank and they, they were just like, you know, like, like chest level, I was like, oh, thanks, so there they are. Uh, so, then we all use the bathroom, then we get back in the boats, and we're, we're on our way again. You know, speaker on the phone, that sounded great. No worse for wear. Right. It Less, actually, yeah. Lessons learned. I right. mean, you texted Mike and I. You I know, I'm texting the whole way floating down, texting like eight yep. people going, never believe what just happened to me. So then. But lessons learned. Yeah, of course. We move on. We're having the rest. We're having fun. So we're, having fin- fun. we're finishing up. That was probably about halfway through the trip. And uh, something, um, I'm, 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 I'm back with my friend Ange and our, my friend Rose and Andre are further ahead. And... Um, I think I was waiting. Angela had to get out of the boat for something. So I was like, I'll sit and wait. Andre just kept floating. And I said to Rose, why don't you go with him? He can't be by himself. Somebody's got to go with him. It's a buddy system. Right. So, it's a buddy so system. So she goes up around the bend further down. And a responsible and camping right, trip. We, we, I can appreciate it. Eat some more of uh, these pizza balls from the gas station around the corner. And drink beers. And we float up. And she gets a phone call from Rose. And is like, Andre flipped over. He's being drowned by a tree. And he almost took me with him. Now I'm gone past him down the river. I've left him for dead. Right. And so we're like, bring his body back to okay. his mother. Okay. So then we go and catch up. He has survived this tree. He was actually back on the boat, which was nice. <laughs> God damn it, Rose! You bitch! <laughs> you son of a bitch! You bitch! You left me for dead, bitch! So then we get down a bit more, and he capsized again. This time he's behind me. With Andre, Ange. Andre, you. I, I'm speaking to you directly. You got to figure this out, yeah. man. It was his first time kayaking. That's fine, should, but like. Maybe a, a test run the next time, and then yeah. if this happens again, that's a pattern, right? Maybe maybe we just maybe we go tubing instead right. of kayak, attached to right? things. That, just yeah. no, no, like tubing down the river, mm. right? Where the the general premise is we're going to just take it easy, be in the water simultaneously with floating down, yes, right? With a flotation device. We'll talk about this later, Andre. Don't worry. We'll we'll figure it out. So Anyways. I hear that I hear some commotion. I mean, I look around and and he's you know I don't know dangling onto a tree, just, about to lose the kayak, and just like somehow out of her boat and perched on. I feel the like this is tree. a Cedric the Entertainer movie. Like like it kind of what is. was that one where like he take his takes his daughter to college, the road that family road trip or yeah. whatever it was. I feel like this is a scene in it, right? Yeah. This feels like it, it feels like yeah. it. And so I I so now I got to paddle upstream about two hundred yards. And so I get over to him and he's still dangling on, just getting out and his shoes are starting to float away. So I'm, I go to paddle around the tree and there was a really strong current right in the center of like the tree went down across the entire or half the lake. And so I had to pivot around it. It's not a lake. It's a whatever. River. It was the Muskegon River, by the way. It's a very mighty river. Mighty Muskegon. <laughs> as they call it. And so I end up getting turned over trying to J-turn around this tree. This time, as I'm now like neck deep in water, deepest part of the river I I had experienced for myself, uh, I'm holding on to the kayak. Rose has my keys at this point. She took those because we needed the the phone was expendable to an extent. Well, that went. The shoes went again. The whole the whole production happened over again. And so I'm 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 can hardly stand up straight because the current under the surface of the water is pulling me so much. And I walk around for like you know in the general vicinity. It's not on the floor the the sea floor so the current took the phone so the phone's gone there's no more phone i bet you if i did find it it'd still be working though it's a hell of a phone well 
Maybe not. I mean, probably, probably it's been in there for about 36 hours. Probably, probably donezo. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I messaged Mike last night at, at some point in our group chat after you had said that you had, you had capsized. Yes, indeed. Uh, and you had taken on water and mm. the phone may be a casualty. And I said, looks like uh, Alex's phone is done because it's only delivering to one and yada, yada. And mm. We we had some good laughs. Mike wanted to uh, take that time to, um, how do I say this? Just really just lay into you when you didn't have defense. And I said we'll save that for next weekend. Okay, which I we'll get into that. we'll get into later in the podcast. What next weekend is? Um, but so then I I called mom last night. I just wanted to make sure she knew you were unreachable, mm. and then she was the one who told me. That you had then done it again. Yeah. And I went, well, this man's an absolute idiot. <laughs> I mean, just a bona fide idiot. Yeah. And uh, so, because she had talked to Rose or whatever, you had talked to her through Rose's phone. So I messaged Rose earlier today because mm-hmm. I had to find out, like, are we doing this? Are we playing or not? Yeah. Um, said, so, hey, I go, hey, are you still with Scuba Steve? <laughs> she goes, uh. She's like, yeah, he's driving right now. We should be back to Lincoln Park in like by like six o'clock. I go, all right, copy. Just tell him to give me a shot when he gets home. She goes, yeah, he lost his phone. I go, well, I heard, I heard. She goes, he lost. He would have lost his keys too if it wasn't for me having him. True. This is and true. I told her that this man is going to need life care <laughs> from from now until because you you cannot be trusted. Well, I mean, I didn't crash the car on the way. Alex, home. you have had. Like the situation you were in, yeah, is what a Boy Scout is like. That's the whole fucking premise. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's no kind of merit badges. Well, I don't know. They've added a bunch more. I don't know. The whole premise of the Boy Scouting uh, is to be prepared in these situations, mm-hmm. and you you literally fucking did all of it. Like it wasn't like I didn't reach that level and I forgot. They didn't teach us that at the level. Yeah, no, you fucking eagled it. Yeah. You are top of the top. And you went kayaking without even a fucking... It, it'd be one thing if you're like, well, I didn't have a waterproof bag, but I brought a Ziploc. You're like, hey, I'll just throw my... I'll just throw my phone and shit yeah, yeah. in the loose part of my kayak. Well... What could go wrong? So... Who's ever flipped over in a kayak? Yeah. How many times have you kayaked? Now, well, uh... I don't know, five or six. Never once flipped over. Not a once. Well, bet you're going to have a waterproof bag next time. Eh. Fucking. I'll just not carry the keys next time. So that's my question. Did you guys like do a loop? Yeah. So you park at, at where, yep. the, where the shop's at. And then, then you get in his van that's pulling the trailer. And then he just takes you piss deep down the woods. Okay. Into a mouth of the river. So this is the, this is the main problem. And then it's have. like, and, and this, I got a story about this whole situation, but. Okay. This is the main problem I have. Because. When I went to college, excuse me, when I paid for college Correct. and lived in Mount Pleasant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we used to tube down the mighty chip because it's the perfect tubing river. I mean, there are some spots where you literally have to stand up and walk your tube because it's two inches deep, but it's a great tube river. And so we would do the same thing where, because where we lived on campus worked out great. We'd drive down High Street to this park and he'd park in there 
and you could tube and there was normally like a viaduct where most people got out who took like a chartered tube service. Mm. We continued past through the golf course and to the city park, which was literally about four blocks away from our house. We get out, we deflate our tubes, we dump everything over, finish all of our beers if mm-hmm. we had enough to finish, mm-hmm. and then stumble mightily. I think we talked about this one time. Did we ever talk about uh, Randy losing his pants? No. Maybe we'll get that a little bit. Um, anyways, but the point being, we never brought our Whoever drove us there didn't ever bring their keys. Yeah. We'd always just, you know, hook it under the wheel well mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. fucking wherever. Well, or lock them in there and then we would get the spares and then the next morning when we we're sober driving it. So if you knew you were going back to where you were. Yeah. Why'd you bring your keys? Well, so so we, the dude's getting everything ready and parked the car and we're getting ready to load up into his like 1978 GMC van. Which yeah, they completely safe. The most spray paint yep. words on the side. Um, And he's like, you know. And so, so I had brought, I, we, we have a GoPro for garage time. I was going to bring it, take some shots, and that, that way I could practice some video editing and stuff like that. And um, I, he, he says this ominous thing, right? As I'm getting out, I'm, I'm grabbing, I got my phone on me, I got my keys on me. I left the wallet in the car because I didn't need that. And I'm grabbing the GoPro stuff. And he goes, I hear from, while I'm inside the car, he goes, yeah, don't bring anything that you don't want to lose. And I hear one of my friends go, is it like a rough ride? Is it is the river like that? And he's like, no, just, you know. Okay. Left the go the $400 GoPro. Wise at this point. Kept the keys in the phone. And then he said, and then he also advised, you know, you know, put your keys in your wheel well or something like that. And I, the idea was in my head to do that. I went, I'm not leaving my fucking keys here. Nobody, this is a brand new car. Not leaving my keys in the wheel well. Because also, if you're going to steal a car, go look at go find kayaking inlets and just start reaching in wheel wells. I mean, I mean it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's a good point. Like, I mean, what, what are we doing here? And now, the Ziploc bag thing. I said to Rose as we were going there, she was complaining about how something she might have get, might get wet or something. I said, you know, you could have just brought a Ziploc bag. I had like three in jokes there. in those like nine words you just said, yeah. and I didn't say any of them. That's called personal growth, people. Rose, you're welcome. Cheers. Um, so yeah, so let me actually get back to the, the 1978 GMC van. Yeah, the Raper. Yeah. The Raper. And so, you know, it's, it's rusted out. Everything's creaking and cracking as we're trying to get into it. And so, so we're going just down the woods, you know, dirt road, woods, whatever. Away from civilization yep. with this strange yep. man with a ponytail in the back and no hair on the top Correct. of his head. Uh, and so, you know, where I'm pri- I see we're on private property. And so me and him are talking about I don't know, inflation or something stupid. It was <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> i tell you this government... <laughs> they don't get off my back soon. I'm going to do something crazy. I'm telling you. took ya. all my money and dumped it into copper. Not silver, not gold, copper. That's the thing. That's the thing. You boys copper. ever heard of zinc? Yeah. Uh, so we're, we get back there and I see we're on private property. And I'm like, and I was going to bring up a question about state, state land. I know there's state land. I've seen the maps. I, I've hunted out in that general area before. But just conversate just so it's not a lull. And when I go, yeah, so I see this private property. And this, and he goes, yeah, I own all this. This is all mine. I'm like, all right. And so then he pulls up to the to the inlet for the to the river. We help him take out. You know, he's an older guy. Take out the kayaks off the thing. Put them down. And sure enough, I'm putting the last oar down. And this man's getting back in the van and is driving away. And we're, 
we get in here then, right? I guess this and is I'm it. And I'm assuming we go that direction or whichever the river's taking us is the way we're going, I guess. Exactly. He didn't say like, yeah, there's a fork down there. Make sure you stay to the left. If you see a viaduct, you've gone. There's none of that, which I've had before on trips. He just got in the van and left. We're like, all right. So we just carry them down this very steep incline to the mouth of the river. And we're like, well, get in. Guess we're kayaking. <laughs> so that was, that's how my Saturday went. Well, that's how my Saturday afternoon went. So we're let me let me transition. Unless you have a, a snarky comment, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. This is going to be like this is like therapy. It's, we always say this is it's cathartic. cathartic. Yeah. It's cathartic. Right? I got. I, I, I have a lot of trauma from Saturday. Just let it go, man. It's 2021. Everyone should be aware of their mental health, like they are their mm. physiological health. That's right. So let it go. I can't promise you that this is a safe space, nah. but just fucking let it out, and we'll safety. see where we go. So. Uh, Saturday night, I am now, of course, without phone for mm-hmm. the rest of the evening. You know, I, I really took a step back in my life and, and looked at how much time I, f- I was spending on this screen and as realized you, that I just didn't need it. As you spent it on someone else's. Well, you know, whatever. But, you know, so I just really wanted, I took the unplugging for vacation time really to heart and just. And spent it on what really mattered. Mm-hmm. Drinking a zillion beers. Correct. And so in that regard, so we're bound, we go have dinner somewhere out in Houghton Lake, and then we're bouncing around to a couple of different moose lodges that are around, of which I am a member. Fine establishments. Yeah. And so we were like, well, let's go drink at the moose lodge right next to our campground. In fact, the campground's owned by the moose lodge. It's like 10 bucks a night, and there's the bar. So like, if we're going to drink at a moose lodge, let's go down to the let's one have a where, I, 75 where I don't and have just... to drive 20 minutes back hammered right. drunk. I could just walk. What was it like when Andre walked into this moose lodge in northern Michigan? <sighs> How quiet was this? Wow. Every establishment we went into. Yeah. It was odd. Andre dreadlocks down to his ass. We're full tonight, yeah. boys. What are you talking about? There's tables all, all right. over the place. Is this man. seat at the bar t- taken? This is my establishment. Bar. I reserve the right to, you know. So we, we go back to the Moose Lodge and it's like, I don't know, it's like 1030. Last call's been called. And so there's this old lady with no teeth sitting at the end of the bar. And then these two biker dudes to my left. The biker dudes want to smoke weed and is telling me that this place has stopped serving. Then the old lady on the right heard that and then tells me this place has stopped serving. And then the bartender tells me this place has stopped serving. I was like, okay. So did they serve you? No. Okay. So, and this guy's just, you guys got a bowl for this weed? I got the weed. We just need the bowl. I'm like, sir, I, I got to find the booze first. Stop someone, talking to me. Someone buy me a can of beer and I will drink it. And then I will make you a yeah, fucking a seventh grade bong. Yeah. Out of this can of Miller's Light. And so this old lady on the right, she goes, you know, there's scooters right across the street there. And scooters serve still too. Okay, I want to talk about this real quick. You realize the parallel path that this story is taking, right? No. My wedding. Well, yeah. The the night before my wedding. Yeah. I mean, mind this, the first bar was a very nice place, not... But they stopped serving. We had to they leave. They did. Yeah. And they went, there's this townie bar mm-hmm. over here. And well, so. I'm oh, like, boy. I'm like, okay. So we go back to the camp just to tell everyone, hey, we're going to grab my we're car. We're going fucking scooters. It's across the street, but just down the road, a half a click, whatever. So we go down there. And it's just, you know, just it's like it looks like a double wide with a bunch of like uh, license plates just nailed to the outside and, and paint and whatever. It's time a- out. Time out before I forget. Yep. I've been to a double wide bar before with an ex-girlfriend of mine. Mm. This was years ago, 2009, in Newport, Michigan, and it's called the Long Branch Saloon. It's a double so wide. It's right. It's like an Erie, right? Or it's right Newport. off Telegraph, uh, literally right at like Telegraph, like 275. 
And on their sign, on their like uh, sign, so it's called the Long Branch Saloon. The sign has a tree with a long branch and it says Long Branch Saloon, like I've said a couple times mm-hmm. here. Um, but the, the, that's right in the Long Branch Saloon reads just under the long branch of that tree. Mm. One of the O's of saloon oh, no. No. is a is a noose no, that is hanging down from the long branch. I, it, Alex, good it old boys bar. 2021, huh? it is still fucking there. Her and I went there. She was like, oh, yeah. I forget why we fucking went there. But she's like, what, do you just want to go somewhere? I'm like, whatever. Yeah. We'll play Keno and drink some beers. Let me take you to the place my dad. And she, let, let me tell you. No, so she, I'm not trying to paint her as that. Because uh, she was not, her family was not. Very nice family. I'm really good friends with her brother. Uh, but yeah, like, I remember we pulled in and I'm like, fucking excuse me? Yeah, this is not this. <laughs> Hang on a second here. Everything inside of it was exactly what you would think of. Anyways, that was my yeah. that was my experience with a double wide trailer bar. Well, what right. was so, yours? So we're walking up to it, and so this entire weekend, we, when we go, this entire, basically that day, when we were going to restaurants, we're like, we we realized the clientele, the the standard operating procedure and whatnot, and so we were like, let's do karaoke somewhere, and let's just make sure it's you know, R. Kelly and rap and stuff that we like club music down here to turn off. You know, let's Leonard really Skinner. aggravate the yeah. locals. Yeah, let's well, really. You know, we're here, we're here yeah. for a short time. What the fuck do I care? You know, to, just to get this yeah, fucking Leonard f- Skinner and Waylon Jennings off. I'm here I for a good it. time, right? Not a long time. And so I, we were going to do it at this bar. Last bar, last night we were here. We're going to get weird with it. And as I'm walking up to the door, I'm like, "Is that? Is that Jay Z? I'm hearing." I'm like. Fuck so me. I open the door and it's blue neon black light and what just like club like at nice. light that beams out of this place and it sure as hell is Jay Z just fucking blaring. I'm like, what the fuck? So we all walk in, check with the bouncer, the ID, whatever. The only bouncer in any of the places we've been to. And there's pool tables. There's a dance floor. There's a DJ. There's a long bar. And How many people tables. are in this place? Though I mean, in total, there. I mean, I don't know. Probably capacity had room for like 150. There was probably I don't know 40, 50 people here. I mean, it was full. Like, that was, like, full, it seemed. And so I walk over to the bar, and the owner's there in this long, big, burly white guy, this long goatee beard, southern southern twang accent. He goes, southern. yeah, I'm the owner. My staff, what can I get you fellers? And he's just all the mile, like, DMX is blaring in the background. I'm like, okay. And then to my right sits this nice old lady who was just at the moose that just told me to come up here. And she's just drinking her Bud Light, staring like, at the Kino screen. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? She's like... I told you I know, to go to, to scooters. God. And on the other side, there had to have been this, this lady had to have been 90. Old lady, white hair, sitting there nursing a, a cranberry, vodka crayon or something. I was like, where am I? Where, what is this place? This Northern is Michigan zone. is was like this... the weirdest place. So I went up to. Andre's still the only uh, uh, person. Oh, yeah, not, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not. Uh, I went up to, I forget where it was. Uh, some of the boys, uh, Eric and Nick. Nick, uh, Nick Paul, friend of the friend of the pod, mm. Nicky Knox, the uh, the artist that is responsible for the opening music. Indeed. We went up to uh, one of their guys' place for Nick's bachelor party weekend. I remember this. And they no, a, I don't. No, 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 no. That was my bachelor yes. party weekend yes. at his place. Um, but we went up and uh, someone. It was up in like Harris. It was at, It was up that way, right off yeah. seventy five, north of Houghton, though. And it was in uh, Gaylord. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
so same kind of thing, right? So we we ended up at this place, and then there was like and random place mm-hmm. had pool tables, this and that, dance music, the them's and those. Mm-hmm. Same exact type of like the weirdest people you would imagine. The most local people you could imagine yes. in the most weirdest environment. Yeah. But like the place looked like a local place. You walk mm-hmm. in, it's like, I, I'll never forget this. So we all go in and mind you, these are, there's probably 15 of us. Almost all of them have motorcycles. They're, they're mm-hmm. all in a, mm-hmm. in a riding club and uh, lots of large men and they all look like they ride. Harley Davidsons or, or their own chopper motorcycles. And so we come in and one of our buddies, Brandon, literally like goes to this booth where there's a probably a 40 some year old woman and presumably her husband and starts chatting this lady up like right in the booth with her husband. Yeah. A whole bunch of stuff. Mm. We leave. We're walking out and there's a guy that's been. You ever been to a bar and there's like a guy that's like gravitated to like whatever the main group in that mm-hmm. bar is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he's like trying to just be to that yeah. that fucking parasitic whatever mm-hmm. on them. And it was this guy, and he like, I forget exactly what happened, but we're leaving, and like he's fucking outside, and this next thing you know, like he's yelling basically like, "You guys fucking leaving." abandoning me after all we've been th- the weirdest shit ever <laughs> tries fighting sure gets, gets knocked out there's a cop right there the cop kind of drives by we all leave anyways drives but down here cops there's 30 of them that my point now. of it my point of this is i understand what you went through mm, it's it, it is the oddest fucking like portal into mm, another dimension yeah. That's still within this dimension, right? It's, I didn't. I wasn't transported back to a club in downtown Detroit. No, it was no. like this rip in the space time <clears throat> continuum yeah. where there was two dimensions. Your universe just mirrored, crashed into each other, and it didn't help that. So I, I had to eat my medicine today about the uh, the phone situation. Yep. Andre, you're going to get yours because I know you're going to listen. Um, this is a heavy Andre uh, episode. Uh, so he, he's a man who loves to dance and he loves club music. And when there's club, doesn't matter if nobody else is on the dance floor, man, he'll be sit there. He'll do it for two hours by himself out on the dance floor. I believe it. Which is something that did in fact happen. So there's nobody dancing. There's people playing pool, people sitting around, you know, if nobody's dancing, then everyone's just sitting around the dance floor, just kind of like wishing there were people Some, dancing. Somebody got to break so the ice, right? Right. So here Enter comes Andre, Andre. flying in, no drink. Here's the dance music. Checks the thing at, with the bartender. He probably left the ID with the with the bouncer and just ran to the <laughs> dance floor. Right. So he's dancing. And so throughout the night, you know, certain people, some of the girls who are at the, the different tables would come out and start dancing. And Andre's getting a little, uh, little juiced up, a little sauced a little bit. And so at one is point, is he still on the kettle one because of us? Yeah, yeah. We God when bless we were you, kayaking, Andre. we polished God off an you. entire fifth, which may or may not have had something to do with the amount of times uh, we took out. Also, water. at the bottom of the river, for shame. Um, no, it's not because Good. okay, we put I, it in a vitamin water bottle and we took it back. I unforeshame you. Anyways, continue. And so Andre ends up dropping one beer on the ground uh, and okay. come and clean it up. Whatever. He gets another one, and then at you know maybe twenty thirty minutes later, I'm buying him a shot. It was really because I just needed him to like. I need you to come back to us for a little bit, like come to me. So I buy him a shot, and I walk it to him on the dance floor, and he meets me, and I, I'm just walking with him with a with a shot glass, and he reaches out and then 
just misses. Just does just, it. And it just falls to the ground. And then here comes the same guy who just cleaned up the bottle. He just dropped. You can see the disappointment in his eyes. So in my line of work, that's called a misload. In the automotive industry, when you have a transfer, mm. like a carrier goes to like a fork transfer, maybe you're switching, you know, this uh, product to this carrier and it doesn't, things don't work out right. No, called a misload. Yeah. Right? Maybe you got a robot, something like that. So Andre needs some new programming. Here. Right, right. Or you need to realize when the man's in the moment, to just let the man be. True. This is true. There were certain points where I was, he was, when people weren't dancing, he was wandering to the to uh, assorted tables uh, trying to... Uh, let the uh, man go. Well, the issue was I was going to have to be the one that was going to have to fight the bouncer or something. It wouldn't what? have been him. Is it just you? It was me, Andre, and then Rose and Angela. So I, it would have had to been Andre. It was just the four of you there? Andre would have had a glass jaw and been on the ground, and then it just would have been no. me. Then I would have had to have figured out what the hell the situation well, was. you know... And I, I told him a couple of times, I was like, Andre, that she's got a boyfriend. Or have you seen how large that man is? And you're talking, that man is 6'8", 400 pounds. And you're talking to his girl when he turns his back. I'm not fighting him. Are you going to fight him? So. Not to mention there's no backup in this situation that's coming. Good friend of mine, uh, Dan. You know Dan. Yeah. Uh, Dan wasn't exactly like that. When Dan got a little... Uh-uh, little topsy-turvy mm-hmm. it was like that and, and i lived with him in boston and uh there were some times good thing about dan was dan dan i never doubted that dan would stand toe-to-toe the thing that was an issue was dan when he was a little lubricated would think yeah well, we'll stand we'll fuck we'll fucking go yeah i'm like uh, but will we dan yeah you like uh, there's a social contract that we have agreed to, and I, I'm going to stand behind you. But we like it, it's one of those things where it's like if you if you're just a little less sauced, you can for you can foresee like worst. like I'm watching you do these things in real time, and I go just stop, stop right now, and we won't have to fight. And anybody. it's not and because. You just keep, and then to be fair, it's not because like you don't think they're gonna fight as much as you. No, it's just you're not. But seeing... it's because you're not on the same level of like I don't fucking care about my life. Yeah. Whatever, let's figure it out. Yeah. And you also know that like he's really fucked up, so all his punches aren't gonna land, and he's gonna get the fucking two piece real quick. Right, and be on the ground. And he's gonna be asleep, and then it's just gonna be fucking me. Right. And I'm now done for because I'm not taking them all. Oh, and that was that was the point. And then so that on top of that, Andre ends up knocking a, a drink out of one of some girls who classic. You're right. And that's the third time a drink that he spills. They proceed to, of course, leave now the dance floor to go sit back down. He then later accosts them at the table to come out and classic. dance, which of course they no longer wish to do because you know he just karate Bruce Lee kicked the drink out of their hand. I wonder where everything went wrong. We didn't Andre. get kicked out, which I, I every time this, something like that happened, I'd look at the bouncer. He saw it and was and just turned his head back. Yeah, yeah. And man. I was like, all right, man, they don't care about I that mean, shit. If I was the bouncer and this guy had dropped two and then knocked another one, out, I'm at least having a word. You're in northern Michigan, and that means you're True. buying more drinks down here. You would have been tossed on the first bottle of beer on the Not happening. Not happening. <laughs> well, Andre, maybe you need a little bit of sensitivity training. Just a little a bit of uh, circumstance evaluation. Yes. We'll call it. You, on the other hand, when he's doing that, it's, it's very prudent for you to keep an empty bottle near you. Preferably yeah. within your hand. Yeah. 
Because it's your best friend in those situations. I know there were times where it was like I was going out to out back to smoke. They had a very nice patio out back. And then when you got back, you're like, this is just a backyard. A fenced in backyard. This is somebody's house. I am literally at a house party right now <laughs> in Northern Michigan. That was all, it was a house party. I didn't even realize that I walked in and there was a mailbox right there. I didn't. They had a deck on the front porch. There was and a fucking the porch. There was like a fucking swing set. I didn't even realize it. I'm at someone's house. And so I'm, I, anytime I would go back to smoke, I'd be like, all right, somebody, we can't all three go, or all, let's see, yeah, three of us go back and leave Andre in here unattended. We got some, I was like, Andrew, you going to smoke? Okay, I'll come with you, Rose. Watch, watch Andre. And then when I, if I go back with Rose, I was like, Andrew, keep an eye on him. To be fair, sometimes, though, that's when the magic happens. Mm. You leave an Andre alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You come habitat. in. The next thing you know, you got, like, some some fucking, like, tech millionaire mm-hmm. who has a, a cottage up that way who's just as fucking polished as he is right now. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, like, Andre, who is this man, is this man? that is wearing a turtleneck and, like, Flood loafers mm-hmm. and corduroy pants. Like, mm-hmm. what is happening? Where are we? And it's like, Alex, this is this is this is Sergey. We're <laughs> going in his helicopter. I've, we've got it figured out. He paid the tab. Let's go. We're out of and here. you're like, oh, God, I guess we're. I mean, the inverse of that is there's a local there, and he's already Andre's already on the ground when I come back yeah. from having a cigarette. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, it's a give and a take situation, right? You, you, you know, you, you risk reward. Here's a question. Okay. I transport you back to this bar mm-hmm. right now, right in this moment. And you're at the bar. Long man, beard, goatee. Man, this is my establishment. Mm-hmm. What kind of drink you ordered? Uh, well, it ain't going to be what I'm going to make for cocktail hour. Let's find out. All right, pour me one. Now I pour me two. I feel like Tom Cruise at cocktail. <laughs> All righty. So, you know, if you find yourself in a mid-Michigan uh, double-wide saloon um, whose owner probably has his kid maybe doing his homework in the back room, that remains to be seen. Um, this is what you don't want to order. Now, if you're in downtown Detroit and you're at a lovely cocktail bar or having dinner somewhere... Um, here are some that you can order, and if it's they're a competent bartender, they should be able to come up with it. It's called the Singapore Sling. It's a drink that was made, well, you guessed it, in Singapore. Uh, I don't know, like the 20s or something. I'm not going to try to butcher the gentleman's name, who uh, the bartender who created this. Um, suffice to say, it was a local for there as well. Um, so, it's <laughs> this ingredient's a little heavy on the... This drink's a little heavy on the ingredients. Um, but it... it once you have them all, it's pretty easy to make. You, it's something that you're just going to build in the glass. Um, so you'll use a Collins glass for this, which is the tall, uh, thin, I suppose. It's about, I don't know, three inch diameter, seven, eight inches tall. And you're just going to build this. So you're going to start with an ounce of London dry gin, an ounce of cherry hearing, which is just a cherry liqueur. Um, you can use, there's different types of like cherry brandy that you could use in, as a substitute. Uh, one ounce of Benedictine an ounce of fresh lime juice, and then uh, two ounces of soda water, which would just top the glass. And then when you're done with that, you put a couple dashes of Angostura bitters on top, and that, as that floats, it'll sink down and uh, give some coloration. It'll be very nice. All of this will have ice in the glass, of course. Uh, I mean, that's it. It's 
ingredient heavy, but it's it's a really simple drink. And this is a sling. Sling is a style of drink. Now I couldn't tell you in this. Sling is basically you just toss in soda water into something. It's kind of what kind of gives you the the vessel, right? Yeah. The the something that makes it not just liqueur and liquor, mm-hmm. right? It's not a spirit and liqueur. You gotta feel like a mojito, right? Yeah. So mojito's like, well, I'll put a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but you're like, yeah, but that's not enough mm. to make it a drink. Drink. So I gotta, yeah, just a little spritz pull on a top. Little top. So I, I I absolutely love this. The color is great. Uh, it's a fun drink to make. It's a fun drink to drink. I think. So we had so you you hear we're not shaking. So Correct. Alex, this is a Sunday, and Alex was out of town, and we weren't sure if we were going to be able to record uh, this weekend. So we did one prior, which we do have to stop. We have to stop relying on. Well, we'll just do it off air. Yeah, I mean the people crave. Agreed. They crave the organic uh, live. They want to hear you in your your uh, your bar apron mm-hmm. and all that other bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. That's why they tune in, right? For, for the disgusting <clears throat> audio. Yeah, of I mean, shaking ice in a whatever. metal tin. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, maybe plus or minus. I don't know. Um. But anyway, so we had this prior. Uh, I give it a seven and a half. It's a really nice drink. Uh, I will say this, though. It's one of those drinks where I don't know how many I can have. Mm. I could probably do a second. I feel like halfway through the second, I may tire from it a little bit. And be like, "Ah, I probably want one and a half. It's also a drink where I think... um, you need to be spot on on your measurements mm-hmm. um, because of what goes into it. It is mixed in the glass, so it's not a big deal. Um, like some of the other ones, uh, Corpse Reviver was one. Mm-hmm. that's very interesting where you're you're rinsing with absinthe, rinsing yeah. it out, and you're this and that. And you're, this one, you build in it, but at the same time, everything that goes into it, you kind of got to be spot on. No room really for a heavy hand mm-hmm. here. And I don't just mean on the gin. I mean... Well, yeah. I mean, you'll notice that. So, all of it, outside of the soda water and the Angostura bitters, it's an ounce of lime juice, ounce of Benedictine, ounce of the cherry herring, ounce of lemon juice. It's all even, right? So, too heavy in, in one of those, it's going to really pull pulls something it. too Exactly. Yeah. Really. And you can tell, like, when you taste the flavor profiles in it, that if I'm not paying attention if i'm like if if you're not committed to making a cocktail Mm -hmm. like a gnt you can get away with it right some of this some of that a mojito you can get away with it a margarita you can get away with those tom Mm -hmm. like even tom collins all those like no one's gonna be mad too mad if you have a within the respectable limits too heavy manhattan Mm -hmm. it happens yeah but one like this isn't just like oh that's a heavy and it, no, the Singapore sling is really something where it's like it works if you do mm-hmm. it properly. Agreed. So outside of, if you drink this, you're like, this isn't a 7.5. Well, fuck you. You didn't make it right. Yeah, probably. Or you don't have any class. I don't know. One of the two. One of the two. Know, maybe both. I don't know. But yeah, seven and a half. Seven and a half Singapore sling. All right, well. It's nice to know that if you were in northern Michigan again, you, you mm. had the wherewithal and the smarts not to order a sing. Could you imagine? Like, what do you think? 
I mean, that would probably be the thing that got you guys in the fight. Yeah, that would have been the immediate. Excuse me, sir. Why don't you uh, rustle me up a Singapore sling? Garçon. That man would have beat the shit out of you. Right over the table. That would have been nearest glass right over the head. He would have thought you were propositioning. What'd you call me? Boy, this ain't that kind of establishment. What? Yeah, no, I mean, I was doing uh, well vodka and Miller Lights all night. And by well vodka, I mean it was just vodka. Yeah. We have vodka and right. vodka. It's just a bottle that says vodka on it. I mean, we have, we have, here's, here's, what's your rail of vodka? Well, it's the same as our top shelf. It's mm-hmm. just vodka. It's I vodka. mean, yeah. Yeah. what do you want? So that was, that was interesting for that night. Yeah, no, a Singapore slang, or even, yeah, going there, even a man, like, even if it's something he might have heard of, like a Manhattan, it's like, first thing, I there's no trust, shot he's got. I wouldn't got. trust those places to make me a gin and tonic. No, there's no shot he's got. Even sweet vermouth in the establishment. I wouldn't trust a lime from that place. No. If it's not a fucking sealed bottle or mm-hmm. can, you don't want it. Right. Well, you can do the liquor because if it's mm-hmm. high enough alcohol content, it'll just burn off all the nastiness that you... I don't know. So you're drinking 151? Maybe. Because that's enough. A little, little bathtub if it, moonshine? If it burns, it's in high enough. If, if it doesn't burn, it's not high enough. So just, just be weary. Well, so speaking of establishments to frequent and order beers. Another place I'm not going to order a Singapore sling, but not because I don't respect the people there, but just because that's not the type of place. Because they wouldn't let you. Right. But out of principle. Yes. Not because they can't or they won't or they're just, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Thomas McGee's, we're going to be, they will be hosting the first part of Ugh. a garage time meeting oh that we will God. be having next Sunday. It is a perfect weekend. Oh it is a God. perfect Sunday. So, let, so, so let's, let me start with this. So I texted you and Mike in our group chat, I don't know, three or four weeks ago. It, it was wasn't a, yesterday. It was a Friday and I said, I get I, it. Cause I was, you didn't have a phone yesterday. Yeah, it yeah, definitely was. Okay. Well, yes, I had it for part, part of the day. Continue. Um, I was talking with a buddy, Al, we were at the Moose Lodge actually doing steak dinners. And this this guy, he's like a sixty year old, just just white guy who uh, works for like I don't I don't know what he works for, but he loves F one. His son works for ESPN, and he got him into liking Liverpool. Go, hey, go Al, shout out Al, and he loves he, he loves F one. So we we chat about it, and so he actually reminded me a couple weeks back about the uh, we were talking about the date, how it's how the Monaco Grand Prix is not. On labor or on Memorial, Memorial Day. it's the Which weekend is, prior. I don't. Know I still don't why. know why. I don't. I don't know why. But but anyway, so I texted you and Mike, and I said, you know, what are you guys doing this Sunday? Because uh, that's the Monaco Grand Prix, and that's a that's a we all love F one. That's a great race, but we all have this fantasy of being birthed on a yacht off the coast of Monaco in the bay, uh, doing whatever. I literally had a dream one time. I don't know if this was last year or the year prior. But it was us, a couple other friends of mine that some of you know, some you don't. And we were on there and we were, we had a yacht. Uh, Nipsey Hustle and Post Malone were on. Big fans. Yeah. Shout out. Friend of the pod. Rest in peace, Rest Nip. Rest in peace. But man, yeah, you're like, there's something about being oh. in Monaco. For the Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. That is just... And to be fair, it's one of the worst races it's on the... It's so s- bad. Because it's impossible to overtake. Yeah. It's, and- it is so narrow because mm-hmm. it's a street course and all that. Impossible to overtake. 
Also, I saw some pictures. I forget where I saw it. Somewhere on Twitter. Um, but it was the Detroit Grand Prix back in the 80s. Back in the day, yeah. Before I was even born. Man. Look cool. I've, I've seen some stuff about it. It fucking makes me want to die. Wouldn't How that, like, awesome would that have been? A stretch circuit. Gretchen, please fix the damn roads. Please take, I'll I'll pay fucking 12 cent gas tax if you will fix the down. They used to fucking, part of it was on the lodge. Mm -hmm. Could you You imagine? You drive on the lodge, it's like fucking Fallujah. Could you imagine? (laughs) Minus the IEDs. Well, it looks like like the IEDs have already exploded. Exactly. The non-active IEDs. Or if... You go out there at nighttime and people are getting with it on the lodge and you got fucking Jesus H. crotch rockets and fucking chargers and challengers doing donuts on there. But that's a different thing. If you're from Detroit, you know. You know. If you know, you know. Right? But yes, Monaco. Monaco, Monaco is next weekend. 23rd. Which this kind of falls in a weird thing, right? So it's Sunday. It's Sunday the 16th right now. Next week, we'll most likely record on the 22nd. I believe it's Saturday. Because uh, Mike's going to be with us. Mm, on Sunday. The he is. 23rd. So it's going to be. And, and what's even better about this is. Thomas McGee's home to official Liverpool supporter club. The OLSC of Detroit. Oof. Former. can't I can't say current champions of the Premier League. Um, Correct. But it's also championship Sunday. Right. For soccer. For EP English. So Premier in England. League. Regardless of the season and how everything's going, and it's a points-based league like like hockey is, right? Mm-hmm. If you're listening like hockey, right? You get three points for wins, one point for a draw, no points for a loss. Um, the last weekend of the year, the last match, the 38th week of the season, they do every team all, what, 10 matches? Yeah. All 10 matches start at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Kickoff. All at the same time. That way, if there's any drama between X amount of teams, it's all fucking happening live. at the same time. Yeah, there was- there's no, well, this team was going to win, but this one, ha- this happened prior and it spoiled the fun. Or keeps- this team just needed this one to lose or them to win. And then the team loses. And so they go into their game and they already know. That way it all happens. Which... Liverpool had uh, a come-from-behind miracle yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, Praise yeah, yeah. God. Uh, there could be some drama. It's it's going. The, the title is sealed, for those who don't know, with with, with a different, oh, yes, a different exactly. club. Yes. But that's not necessarily all about... It's super European, and half yeah. of you are probably going, yeah, this is the worst. But, the other half are probably saying, yes, we already know. Yes. Shut the fuck but, up. But so when we start... The, here, oh, so and also that day is the final day of the PGA Championship, the fourth major. Exactly. Wow. So the, it's it's the fourth, it's but technically now it's the, the fourth. second. It's the second now, yeah. So, but the timing of this works uh, out perfect. could be perfect. Works out perfect. Mm. So... Not only is Thomas McGee's home of official Liverpool Supporter Club, but they're also the Detroit Open Wheel Racing Club home. So, 9 a.m., Monaco. Kicks off. Two hours in is 11 o'clock. So, the races normally last Race about two hours. So basically ends at 11. Championship Sunday starts at 11. Games last 90 minutes with a 15-minute halftime. Bang, boom. Over two, by... Two o'clock? One, over by one, one. o'clock. And then we'll go have a little bite. Maybe we go to Spino's, mm. Lafayette, Coney Island. I don't know. Whatever. 
find our way back to the garage. Back to the garage. Typical. Two o'clock will be featured group mm-hmm. tee-off time for the championship round of the fourth but second major of the year, mm. the PGA Championship. I mean, if that's Gold, not Jerry. Gold. The best Sunday ever, I don't. I just don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm extremely excited. So of course we all have Monday off. Now it was fortuitous. Yes. I had some nonsense at work where they forced us in mid-February to take off the remain. So our 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 year ends May 31st, and the new year starts June 1st. Year, yes, You're right. Yes. So um, they they said mid-February. They're like, all right, if you have any time remaining, you have to have it scheduled by the end of February, so we can approve it and blah 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 whatever so i i had like five days left and i'm standing around i took some stuff off for march madness i think i've said this before and and some other time and i was like well i guess i'll take every monday off in may i got the time why not i didn't want to take a week off because that's too finite right so I, i took you know i took i think it was the friday it was the friday of memorial weekend and then you have of course that monday off so a long weekend there and then every Monday off in addition to to those those days. And so it just happened that when I said that, I was like, so we, Mike said, so we need Monday off. I wouldn't even think about you guys. I already had it. Monday off. I was like, yep, rock and roll. Yeah, well, you know, I, I just. It's going to be a good day. You know what's the best about it? So, like, we talked about at the beginning, cut the bushes out yesterday. I got rid of mm-hmm. some old shit. I'm going to be laying some sod down and some of the rehab the rest of the backyard after a dog mm-hmm. killed it. And long story. You guys don't want to hear about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's um, a sore issue. It's the worst. But so doing this, right, today, really clear. So yeah, there's a lot, a lot more space out. in here for the, for the non- Getting a brand new garage door tomorrow, which I'm not happy about because I got to drop. It was like two grand. That's oh. just not. Oh, it's going to be a, a double back steel door, though, so it'll be a lot. Uh, yeah. Also, this is just because it popped in my head. Uh, Anthony Joshua, Tyson, Tyson Fury. Fury. August 18th? 14th, like. 14th, yeah. Long way, long but way. But just note it down that there'll be just, some special stuff happening. It reminded me when we were talking about this because we watched the uh, Joshua Klitschko fight in here. We watched the Fury fight in, out here, didn't we? No, that was at Thomas McGee's. Also, oh, that was, that was Fury Wildler. Fury Wildler uh, two. two. And now three is coming. Also happened. That was the last. That was the last event we did prior to COVID. It was like February twentieth. Mm. So I have to remember that Young Crane was dog shit sick the day before and showed up. And was barely he living was, at the table. I, he was right. He sat next to me. Oh, yeah. He was like barely alive. He was like, he yeah. Was, he, he was with his hands, the pizza box like, that we were eating he's out. He's like, man, I still feel like shit, guys. I just can't stay awake. As he's just breathing. Hindsight. Not ideal. It's probably why I didn't feel any. Here's a callback. Probably why I didn't feel anything for my shot. Because I probably had a fucking, Asymptomatic. There you are. But, but uh, so... Yeah, you got this room cleaned out a little bit. There's still some work to be done. Some yeah, stuff's well, just kind of pushed of to the side. But... Some of the stuff's going to be gone. You know, you but guys, so I think what we're you getting guys are at, all looking at it. I can tell. Well, uh, I think what we're getting at is next Sunday, assuming weather permits for us to to be out here in the garage. I think it's going to be tenet- this is tentative, but I'm thinking we're going to do an official garage, an uh, opening the garage. For the season. I think we need to. Right. It's got to happen, and this is a perfect time to do it. Assuming weather permits. Like, if it's snowing, maybe we don't. Also, it's not going to be. Uh, I talked to uh, our aunt and uncle, mm. 
who um, live off on Lake St. Clair. Yeah. Uh, I believe we'll be up there for Memorial Day. That may or may not be the plan. So, so Memorial Day cannot be the opening of the garage. No. So the week prior, which, I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect. Monaco, we love it. Mm. Championship Sunday in EPL, we love it. PGA. A major for the for the PGA Tour. Final day. We love it. Come on. I mean, there's not a better day to open the no. garage. The only thing that would make that better is if somehow the like the Preakness was pushed to that day or something. Oh, and shout out. We told you Medina Spirit wasn't going to win. And it no. wasn't the drugs. It wasn't the drugs that won Medina Spirit, the Kentucky it's Derby. Too short of a race. Everything broke for Medina Spirit in the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. It had no one to fight off. Small horse. We talked about it. Good runner. Good sprinter. But it didn't have to fight anything. It was there. And then it faded. Midnight mm-hmm. Bourbon was there. And then, uh, uh, what's its fucking name? I'm drawing a blank. Anyways, we told you, don't bet Medina Spirit. Nope. Definitely, if it's in if it's in the Belmont, fucking Get stay away. away. Horses live and die. You got to have a big horse, and it is the longest race on the circuit. Mile and three-eighths? Yeah, something. Something like Quarter, three-eighths, whatever. Well, I, I just... We got, I feel like a kid so ready much. for Christmas. I know. I had. I was looking for. I just want to go to bed, and I want it to be Sunday, next Sunday. Well, so we, so me. this is it's a lot of work, and so something that uh, uh, dear listeners that we do often is we we tend to for some reason pregame the night before for some reason like we like so let's say we yes. have a big night yes. on, on Saturday or big oh, a whole day thing for Saturday like start of March Madness. We, we tell you, yeah, March Madness is the so typical we go out Friday fun. and we just get. Just absolutely demolished. Have a great night, great food, whatever. But then when Saturday comes, we're all just... You know the feeling. Feeling I had this morning after a bunch of vodka XXX bottles and... and Whatever that guy with the giant goatee made Um, for you at the And and so we ruin it. We we tend to ruin the the big day. So we had a pre-conversation where we're not meeting up Saturday. I mean, me and you, Mike, because we have to record... But we're not doing anything. Although we could, because we have to be at your house at seven in the morning. So here's what. Well, but see, the problem is, if if we do a thing, it'll be an issue. We can't. Right. So the boys. I've I talked to mom today. The boys are gonna go to Wampa's house mm-hmm. Sunday, like about the time we get home from downtown. Oh, very nice. Which works out great. Um. So the the issue is. You know, do we record Saturday night? I think, or do we record Sunday afternoon? Not when we're fucking just bleh, bleh, bleh. I think, but like, I think we primed. have to record Saturday because we may not want to on Sunday. This is true. And, I don't and, know if I can do don't want, Right, and we don't want to not leave you guys with the dulcet tones that is garage That's time. right. That's so, right. So, you know, no. Thinking about our fans, right? We we need to be fan forward here and say we we'll gotta say make this. sure we can record another episode if we're inclined to record on or, Sunday. I mean, I've I've got I've got the power of the editing. I mean, Sunday comes around. That's normally when I edit it. Um, I mean, Mike's gonna be here. Mm. What is the over under? I'm taking the under of getting Mister Wellman on the actual microphone. I'm taking the under, but. I mean, you might, you guys might not hear him speaking into a microphone, but you'll hear this. 
It's not how the Paris Accord was written. You guys are fucking wrong. Your podcast sucks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be talking about whales and we'll go, actually, it was 1967 when the killer whale ate that, the shark. That's right. You're like, okay. That's what we should do. We should start talking about old something we know that is he's going to get on. Yeah. And then you'll just hear this giant Gordy Howe body check come through. Damn the mic. You fucking idiot. Listen here, all you fucks listening to this stupid fucking podcast. Yep, that's exactly I'll right. tell you what's going on. And then you guys will realize mm. what we've, honestly, and by we've, I mean Alex and I, I mean, we love, we would love for nothing more. And to get Mike on this podcast. Oh my God. It would complete the you guys are You guys are missing we're, we're, so much. We're missing a, a, a piece of us. Us three together are like like a a transformer that combines to create some bigger transformer, right? We're yeah. missing like our right side, right? Exactly. <laughs> It'll happen. And the best part is when it does happen, whenever he's on, he'll sound so disengaged yeah. and so fucking furious that he's actually doing it, which is peak funniest that's the best that's the oh that's when he's primed because he's also he hates it but he loves it at the same time oh it'll be the best he'll be sunday's gonna be so good for us gonna be so good for you oh you guys are gonna gonna, love it you're gonna bring the laptop out sunday when we're out here smoking cigars and he's gonna go what are you doing oh you know we were gonna record and go oh so that means what i gotta sit here and be quiet while you guys do your stupid ass podcast literally be the first words out of his mouth from his lips to my ass Anyways, all right. I, I'm too. I'm too. Fucking, no, I'm hyping now. I'm pumped. No, I'm hyper I'm now. Pumped. Let's um. Let's get out of here for for this week. You gotta go buy a phone I, at buy some point tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, going golfing tomorrow too. Again, I went and did nine holes yet last. I week, was hoping you were to be home early this today because I did kind of want to. We were supposed to be home by before four, but then I was outrageously hungover and didn't want to drive. And nobody was going to fuck anywhere without my without me. So, yeah. So let's uh, let's figure it out. I want I need to get out there and swing the sticks. There it is. See if I uh, see if I still got it. And by got it, I mean you know. I think I did the math and I scored what would be a very respectable uh, eighteen. Um, if I played eighteen holes, a very respectable score. However, I only played nine. So that is something we're gonna have to work on. <laughs> First time I ever broke a hundred. Oh, you did great. Yeah, yeah. First time, nine holes, hundred. It was great. It took me six hours. It was great. <laughs> fucking amazing. All, All right. right, let me let me uh hit the business. Yeah. Let's fuck out of here. Let's. Uh, you guys hit us up at Garage Time uh, or Garage Time email. Okay, stop. Rewind. Pause. Set. Set yourself. Hey, I stepped away from the mic because I thought you had it. I thought I did too. You gotta. <laughs> Just let me bunker down or hunker down or something. Get in the bunker Proper with the hunkers. Prior planning prevents piss poor performance. If only I had that Ziploc bag. Coach Kish. Uh, yeah, so email us at garagetimepod at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on all our socials Instagram, Twitter, Garage Time. It's all Garage Time at whatever nonsense. Um, I'm not going to talk about the Patreon because I don't feel like it. Uh, yeah, I mean. Make sure you're subscribed. If it's Spotify, if it's Apple, if it's Pandora, hey, I don't really care. I mean, who uses Pandora? But I even wanna, if you do, whatever. I want to. I want to look at something real quick while we're talking about. Okay, it because, we're gonna have a live uh, demonstration on audio. Well, so Spotify's got a thing. Uh huh. So they have a follow. It's not a subscribe. Yeah. No. So if you hit your library, 
I would do this with you on my phone, however. Yeah, you can't. So, um, so here's all the playlists I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, hip-hop, random, a garage time playlist, oh, which that? is odd. It says podcast. I have to return some videotapes. That's mm-hmm. my 80s playlist. Mm-hmm. Shout out Patrick Bateman. Classic rock, this and that. And here's some stuff. Oh, top drawer, rest in peace. Yep. Our other old podcast, pop punk, all that stuff. So there's other one called New Episodes, and I click it, and it's a podcast one. So I don't know if Spotify now has like a subscribe, like their follow buttons now become subscribed like what Mm. iTunes is, but don't. Here's the deal. Just click it. Just Just click click the follow. It helps us out. It helps you out. Eventually, if, if it's not now... Spotify will add it and you'll already be following. Mm-hmm. And they will be paying us royalties because we just came up with that idea. Yeah. I mean, TM. Just, it's, it's a brand new idea, Spotify. Duh. Mm-hmm. No one's ever done Duh. it before. Idiots. Amazing. Joe Rogan didn't tell you that? Yeah. Shout out DMT, right? I guess. Yeah. Aliens or something. It's amazing what happens when you don't look at both sides. You mm-hmm. just look at, you know. And? I'm done. Can't. Can't. Have we got another hour we can record? How much tape we got left? <laughs> What's the B-roll? What's the B-roll on this? Anyways, uh, guys, next week's going to be great. If you've never watched Formula One, oh. please watch it. Wake up Sunday. It's just nine. Nine in the morning. Not terrible. Wait, wake up at 8.55. Turn on ESPN. Just regular ESPN. ESPN. We'll be right there. I mean, I don't know if it's on regular. It might be it ESPN 2. No, it's only 2 is qualifying. It'll practice. definitely be regular for this weekend. Yeah, it'll be if ESPN. it's not. Um, and it's amazing. And then just pretend that you're super fucking rich. Just, just, they, they'll show the money shots oh, of the people on the boat. You'll see what we're talking they're, they're, about. They're in, they're, they're, they're button up, like see-through button up cotton or whatever that fabric is. And then they're like polo shorts. That outfit alone costs more than my car I just bought, right? Yeah. And then not to mention the $80 million yacht they're on. But. It'll be great. And you can watch Lewis Hamilton um, jump out front and stay in front the entire time. And it'll be great. Keep your eye on places three through, I don't know, seven. That's where the magic is. Yeah. Max Verstappen might. Uh, if he doesn't crash out. It's been 720 some days since they raced at Monaco because they didn't do it last year. Mm-hmm. Even after they had the delayed season start, they never, Monaco was like, mm. Also, Prince Philip. You know, the whole uh, Prince Philip the in a can. I wasn't Prince, no, the, uh, the other one. What's the the fucking dick guy. What's the dick piercing prince? Prince Albert. Albert. Andrew? Albert. Andrew's the weird, Hang on. The, the weird one. Now I'm confused on myself. Albert. Prince Albert is. Oh, yeah. Prince oh, of oh, oh, I. Okay. You're not. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Prince yeah, Albert. Prince the dick. The dick. The dick piercing. Albert. Yes. 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 Yeah. Prince. Yeah. Of Monaco. Well, so. I mean, he's not the original. No. Yes. I understand what you're saying. He was a consort also. Shot up. They generally The are. original one. Yes. Charles Leclerc races for Ferrari. I mean. Born great, and raised. Born and raised in Monaco. What a place to fuck. Monaco's go. weird. Did you know, like, this might be more for next week? Oh, Mike would love this conversation. To be a citizen. Of, the, Monaco is like the biggest dichotomy in the world yeah. of citizenship. 
because you have to, like, you can't just be rich and live there. Mm-hmm. You have to prove that you're going to live there for, like, at least six months out of the year. Like, physically be in residence if mm-hmm. you're a rich person. But everybody else that lives there that doesn't live in the multi-million dollar mansion mm-hmm. sky rises. But it's just, they're just penthouses. All there. They're really like no people, houses. right? They're like people. But, like. Then the opposite is true. Like, it's got to be, like, the weirdest fucking, like, imagine going to Kroger. Mm. I really feel like we need to cut this and put this in next week's. Uh, Imagine going to Kroger, and you're like, oh, here's this aristocrat. And here's me. And we Mm. live, like, six blocks away from each other. Yep. But he's a citizen, and I am not. And I was born here. You own nine zeros at the end of your bank account, and I own four. Amazing. You know... I think they have the highest uh, uh, per capita. We're going to end it. I'm, we're going to be. This we're, is we've got to stop. Guys, giving, this is it. We've, give, we've done the business. But I think they have the highest per capita per capita income or, or dollar amount. So, so it was something about money GDP. per square footage type of thing. And it is the most anywhere in the world. Because I mean, Monaco is. Like, yeah, Monaco is the a size pinhead. of. It's nothing. It, if it's as big as Taylor, Michigan, I'd be surprised. Exactly. And they have a prince. It's Wayne County on the French Riviera is what it is. And you know what? I've never wanted to visit a place more. (laughs) So, while you're on the way, whether you're in the sky or on a boat, on the way to Monaco, just make sure that you don't forget to pay all your royalty taxes Mm -hmm. and have all your uh, other... Um, IRS forms completed, filled out because when you go into Monaco, it's weird. It's international waters, and you you want to get fucked up for all these other weird uh, tax violations and things like that when you're up there. But also, it, I mean, the most important you probably thing, want to bring your cocaine with you because I'm not certain exactly have any good cocaine. I, I can't I can't vouch for either one. But the most important thing I could tell you is just be sure to keep your beers cold. 